Daily Dribble. Welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet. You're recording on the 27th of March. Little Another little morning number here. Uh, up and about early, the early bird, Mr. Liam Hancock is joining us. That's me. What's going on, guys? Liam here. Catch any worms this morning? Not a good one. The early bird gets a worm. <laughs> not rating that? We're off uh, to a terrible start. I'm sorry. <laughs> excellent. How are you, mate? You well? I mean, you just come in. I wake up and I go upstairs and you've got that much enthusiasm i don't want to be a joy robber but you just bring bring me down with all your enthusiasm bring you down yeah <laughs> if, you, if you just came at me on a level playing field then i'd i'd be fit and roaring but you're just so energetic i don't have the energy in the morning for that the I team chemistry just, yeah, whole time. just put, that in, your, put that in your notes just to come in a little more uh, subdued just just calm it down christ <laughs> Okay, let's try again with uh, contestant number two, Corey Hancock. How's your energy, pal? Oh, not too bad, Nick. Not too bad. Oh, jeez, it's um. What a week it's been. Geez. What a start to the episode. My know, goodness, I can't get over that. The chemistry's uh, at an all-time low. No, um, but in all seriousness, it's um, huge week. It's been a huge week and plenty to get through on this week's episode. Looking forward to get getting through some of these trades. It's been. A ridiculous amount. It was not the eleventh so, hour, wasn't it? It mm. all just came at once. Not so much a huge week, a huge day, yeah. which was yesterday. To be honest, we were throughout the week. We were all worried, scratching because, our heads, weren't we? Where's the content going to come from? This but... episode was solely revolved around the trades that were going to occur, and when we saw, uh, I can't remember who the first trade was. Corey um, Joseph to yeah. the Pistons. I was thinking this isn't going to make much of an episode. But <laughs> speak about Corey Joseph for the next. Hour. <laughs> what a uh, what a treat for all the listeners. Um, but yeah, as we said. Guys, a huge episode. We'll recap a couple of quick odds and ends, um, and then we'll just discuss all the trades that went down, our winners and losers, what we made of them. Uh, we'll also have Hero of the Week, and end it. Well, it feels like only a week ago mm. that you guys suffered the consequences, which you did. But we've yep. got another instalment of Be Right or Good Night, so we will give our predictions for that one today. Uh, before we get into it, guys, a big shout out to both of our sponsors, InterSport and Card Culture. Um, InterSport, some. Some exciting things happening, you could say, there. Oh, very um, much so. Keep that close to your chest. I will keep that close to my chest, but you never know who might be popping up in store soon enough. <laughs> um, but again, guys, they're bringing the latest and greatest in sporting apparel and equipment. Why Why is that? I feel like we can share that with our viewers. Do you not want to? I feel oh, like no, we can. I feel like for ages we've been saying some exciting stuff. Let's give him some news. I think you break all the news at once. Break all the news at once. All right. Well, this is one piece of the exciting news. There's another big thing, but this is. Well, I've uh, just officially signed on board. I'll be joining the team at InterSport in uh, not only the podcast role relationship that we've got going, but uh, also in a working sense. That's huge. So, you know, if they're... If you didn't already have enough reasons to come in and see the team now, there's another big one for you. Come I, in and say good day to me soon enough. I, I should be starting pretty shortly. Honestly, can't wait to see you in there with the polo on. I hope you bring out a bit of Eric Spolster with the tight uh, polo. Tight polo. Ask them to give you a size down if possible. Well, extra I just got small. asked about sizing, so I'll have to, um, yeah, ex- extra small. I tell you what, it'll be like a crop top, won't it? <laughs> Um, no, that's really good news. Yeah, great stuff there. So, into sport, um, doing great things. Likewise, card culture there in Newtown. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, they've been dropping some incredible, incredible memorabilia this week. Signed bowls. Yeah. Speaking Johnson. of which, I had a dream last night that Roe entered and he won a LeBron James signed basketball. Oh, don't do that to me. That's not a sign, Roe. I did, I did have a dream about that. And I was like, God, because Roe got, Ro got the Cavs and then he... And then he picked out the cabs. Oh, don't do that to me. That that that'll um that'll tip Take me over the edge. <laughs> Absolutely. But guys, pop in and see the team there at Newtown as well, doing incredible things. So mm. we appreciate both of those guys for sure being on board yep. with us. Um, let's get into it because we've got a lot to get through today, don't we? I'll- yeah, we'll do the the quick odds and ends, and then integrate it with the trades. Really, if you want. Yeah, sure thing. I mean, don't say sure thing. You legit said that in messages. You proposed that idea. (laughs) Don't don't act like I'm a. Anyway, we'll work it out in the go. (laughs) Oh my god, this is the chemistry is non-existent. Um, I'm going to start with a somber note here. Now, Lakers legend and true NBA icon Elgin Baylor passed away at 86 during the week. Um, Mm. Across his 14 seasons, he was an 11-time All Star, 10 times All NBA. As is, he he won Rookie of the Year, and in his rookie year, he won uh, All-Star Game MVP. Um, <laughs> he had an incredible career, averaged 27.5 points, 13.5 rebounds, as well as 4.5 assists. Um, 
had his number 22 retired by the Lakers and went into the Hall of Fame as a player in 1977. Uh, he passed away peacefully of natural causes um, in what was truly a phenomenal life, not only after his playing career went into uh, management and coaching, mm. um, undoubtedly one of the greatest Laker players ever as well as the NBA. So, you know, sad news there, but, um, you know, a good point of reflection for an incredible life, um, an incredible career. Yeah, like, for sure. Truly was one of the first big names that the Lakers, like, just, like, has made them a global entity. Yep, yep. Um, how's that stat say? 20, it's 27 and a half, 13 and a half, and four and a half. It's big. My goodness. Uh, um, so incredible stuff there. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, you did you have anything else? No, no, I'll stay on the Lakers' somber front then. Um, it was earlier, was it earlier this week or last week, maybe LeBron had that nasty twist of the ankle it turns out to be a high ankle sprain um and he's expected to miss three to four weeks oh, I, I saw four to six I saw there's three. been I some hope, um i mean mine was from woge's twitter so, oh, so i'm pretty woge, woge i'm pretty sure best, it's three to four yeah well regardless i hope he um takes enough time yeah how, how far are we from the playoffs where i mean we're halfway through the regular yeah so. i tell you yeah, what coming quick and fast this second half but Nick, I don't want to startle you, but here we go. The Lakers are dropping. They yeah. are dropping. It was inevitable. Um, you know, but they're currently. What are they? They're sitting fourth. How far will they drop, though? <laughs> Bless you. Bless me. Goodness, but sorry, guys. Do we think that they're going to be? Do we think that they're going to be dropping towards the bottom half of the the I, eight? I see them at the minute. At the minute, Dallas are in seventh. They're three and a half games back. Yeah. Um, I see the Lakers hovering around that. Fifth to sixth mark. So mm, to keep them in generous. the guaranteed. I'd say around eight to nine. Well, at the moment, they've got Kyle Kuzma leading the charge, which doesn't... You love to see that, can, don't you? Can I just say something? When is enough enough for Kyle Kuzma? I saw he missed a... He wasn't taking a free throw, but he shot from the free throw line yesterday, and he airballed it. When's enough enough? He runs so hot and cold, and he's like... His colds are so oh, freezing cold, man, well, though. So, as a Lakers fan, mm. you kind of... You hold on hope that he's going to develop into this third star, but it's kind of it's starting to uh, the confidence is starting to you know diminish. Yeah, and it's well, a, you'd think yeah. that, but have you seen his hair? Oh, <laughs> white hot, isn't it? Only a guy with supreme confidence would have fluoro. I love his hair. Hair, but um, yeah, it doesn't fill me with a heap of confidence that we've got Kyle Kuzma and Bloody Morris leading mm. the charge. It's worrying, but. You know, again, everything, regardless of where they finish, once they get LeBron and AD back, it's... They just need know. to hang on, yeah. I think. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how... So, AD's been out for a while, but LeBron was keeping them in it fairly strong. It's crazy mm. how much of an impact he actually has. Like, I know he's one of the best players in the league, but as soon as he goes down, the Lakers start tanking. Jokic for MVP now, it would seem, wouldn't it? It's a big yoga. He's short odds. I don't know if you've looked at it lately, but I'm talking about, like... Two dollars something. Yeah, so it would have closed in. He's um yeah he's he's going to be there or thereabouts I for mean, sure. I think LeBron and Embiid just they're they're out of it now just because horrible timing. Yeah. It is yeah. Um, and don't forget about Giannis. Though. Well yeah he's well, making a strong push yeah. isn't he? Um other news though on the injury front uh your boy Lee uh, for the start of the week Lamelo Ball fractured his hand. Um, he has since undergone surgery and will be reevaluated in four weeks. So could be back for the end of the season slash playoffs. Um, bit of blow for him though, and I guess the question that comes with this, we've had a few mm-hmm. days to digest it and for you process yeah. what was a huge blow. But can he still hold on for Rookie of the Year mm, with the amount of games he's played? Do you think he can hold on? Are you, are you, with the assumption that he's not coming back. For yeah, the let's assume he doesn't play another regular season game. No, I don't think so. It's still half a season yep. left. Um, it's not to the to the extent of MVP. If you're out for a couple of weeks yep. of the MVP, you're pretty much done for. But I think there's other players like Anthony Edwards and the um, Tyrese Maxis of the league that are just going to come and sweep that from him. Yeah. Particularly given Anthony Edwards has been incredible of late. I'm talking uh, recency like a, bias as well, isn't it? For sure, yeah. for sure. I'd love for him to win... Rookie of the year, Lamelo Ball, but I don't think it's realistic to think that way. Isn't yeah. it crazy that just a week ago we were saying there was daylight between Lamelo and the next best option? LeBron was probably MVP, yep. Lamelo Rookie of the Year. It's incredible how quickly things can change. Absolutely. Um, another player, TJ Warren, will be out for the season yeah. with um, he underwent foot surgery. Um, it's a shame we won't get to see this pace at full strength. Mm-hmm. 
But again, hopefully with Levert back now and firing, they've got enough to be competitive. He's been great, Levert, might I just add, over at Indiana. First game or two, he's getting back into the flow, but now he's really starting to fire, isn't he? He's yes. fitting into that squad seamlessly, yeah, for sure. Um, some really great news. Um, the Thunder have waved Myers Leonard. Yeah. So he's mentioned it last week. We knew it was coming, didn't we? We don't like this guy here at the Daily Dribble, I don't think. Um, and this was before he made those comments, but particularly after that he made those comments, you don't like if you've got a platform like he does, you shouldn't be making those stupid mistakes. Um, so he's going to be struggling to find another. Another home. He's, def- home, he's definitely not going back into the NBA. I think he's in the CBA, hey, the Chinese. Yeah, league. that's what I was talking to my friend the other day. I don't even think he's going to get the opportunity to play in the G League. I think yeah. he's going to have to go overseas somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Um, yes, we knew it was coming. We we foresaw it last week. Um, another player, or well, a player, though, who's making, I guess, positive news at the minute is 76ers rookie Paul Reed. Uh, he's going to be a stud. This guy... Uh, he was the forgive me the fifty eighth pick in last year's draft, so mm. deep in the second round. He's just won both the G League Rookie of the Year and the G League MVP award. Mm. So he scooped up both. He put up twenty two points, uh, twelve rebounds, two blocks, shot fifty nine percent from the field and forty four percent from three. Just shows again, like there's so much talent, mm. regardless of where you pick. The fifty eighth pick, and he scooped up. Rookie of the Year and MVP in the G League. Um, got some game time yesterday against the Lakers. So yep. there's another name that mightn't have, you know, compared to Halliburton mm-hmm. Ball, got much love in the draft, mm. I guess, talk. Um, but he's going to be a stud. So watch out for him. Wow, that's crazy. Anyway, I've, I've, I've got one more bit of yep. news. Um, on Before I've got a couple of quick NBL points, but Kyrie Irving didn't travel with the Nets on their no. recent road trip this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's kind of a little bit of a, a mystery. He's often known to go walkabouts. International man of mystery is. He absolutely is. Um, but the reason has now come to light. Yeah. Um, him and his partner, Marlene Wilkinson, are having a child together. Mm, so gee, big congratulations nice. to him there. Tell you what, this kid, I hope he's not raised as a flat earther. <laughs> I really hope he's not. Let's hope he makes his own opinions and thoughts on the world. Absolutely. Big congratulations there, though, and it's nice to see that, um, well, I know there was a lot of talk about where he might be, but there was a legitimate reason for it, so yeah. congratulations yeah. there. Great. Uh, a couple of quick points from the NBL for me before we get into our trades. Now, guys, it's the last week, we've got the last couple of days now, uh, for foundation memberships for the Jack Jumpers. so... They're on sale at the minute, final week. If you For want how it, much? Uh, I don't have the price on me, but they're, I think given the last week, they're at a pretty discounted rate. And you yeah. still get the hat and the shirt? Hat and the shirt. You get uh, first pick at renewing your membership, so you get to choose mm. your seat in the stadium. Um, Where do you reckon you're going to sit next next season, Nick? Are you more of a courtside or are you I, more of a with the common people up in the um I'm bleachers? a common man. I'm a man of the people. I struggle um, to believe that. I tell you what, I want to be looking into media passes. <laughs> yeah, I've you, already got the ball rolling. You want to be in the corporate box. <laughs> I do, but uh, yeah, no, it's going to be exciting. Again, it just highlights how real it's all becoming. But if you're not part of the uh, the Jack Jump, Jumpers Army yet, jump on board. Join the march. How long do they have left? Uh, I think it's the end of March. It's a couple of, till Monday, I believe. So you've got yeah, a couple of days few yet. Days. But definitely well worth jumping on board there. Um, as well, mentioned a couple of weeks ago that the New Zealand Breakers would be hosting a few home games down here in Launceston at the Silverdome uh, throughout April. The dates of these games have now officially been announced, so some good teams coming down. We've got um, the 6th of April, they'll be facing the Adelaide 36ers. We'll get to see Josh oh. King down here and in person. Look out. We won't, isn't it, in Launceston? Oh, Make the trip up could the highway. Be a road trip, hey, like these <laughs> top-tier talent. So uh, we've also got coming down. Um, on the 10th of April, they'll play Bryce Cotton and the Perth Wildcats. Oh, wow. Jeepers Creepers. On the 13th of April, in a, a doubleheader, they've got Perth once again. So mm. a couple of looks at, you know, potentially the MVP of the league. And then on the 16th of April, they'll face the Illawarra Hawks. Mm. So great stuff to see some, like, really high-quality teams and players coming down and great exposure Um you know, for Tassie, Tasmanian, should mm. I say, to the NBL. Particularly if you are in Launceston. Geez, you've got to get along to that because there's a few NBA-caliber type players in the, who will be playing in those few games. Yep. Josh Giddy, Bryce Cotton mainly. Yeah, they're um, the, they're the... I wanted Vic Law to come down. Yeah, yes. I was that hoping you'd say the bullets. But, I would have um, been securing courtside seats. Courtside, he would have hooked us up, I reckon. He would have. 
But great stuff there. Um, speaking of which, the Perth Wildcats, they've officially jumped into first over Melbourne United in the league. Mentioned last week how they were making a climb. Um, they currently sit at 12-4, and four, while United mm-hmm. at 12-5. and five, And this really comes off the back of Bryce Cotton. Um, in an interview this week, our Jack Jumpers head coach, Scott Roth, uh, what do you call him? Scotty. Scotty. Scoth- yeah. um, he had an interview and he was just, ex- I guess, talking about Cotton and how he is an NBA caliber player. Mm, like, we are so sure. fortunate to have this level of talent in the league. Um, so, a tr- real treat for any Tasmanians, and particularly if you're in Launceston, to see some of the, the best talent in the league. Odds and ends, done and dusted, fellas. We've got a lot to get through here on our trade. So, should we, uh, we'll get into it. There's, there's been some huge there's ones. There's been some big ones, and there's been some not-so-big ones, so I might just rattle through like one of these real quickly. Yep. Um, the Kings received Mafondu Kabangal. Oh, how's that name? And the Clippers received a heavily protected second-round pick. That was almost worth just not saying what uh, It was almost not worth, but I guess the point behind it was that it kind of ties in um, a little bit more. So the deal got the Clippers $2.5 under the hard cap and opened up two roster spots, okay. which was the big thing. Um, for the Kings, they got the 27th pick in the mm. 2019 draft. Only averaged five minutes across his two seasons, but he's a player who... With a little more game time, could show some potential. Yep. Um, but again, the big point of that is getting under the hard cap and two roster spots for the Clippers. Had any of you guys heard of Mifondu Kabangal? I I just think we've already spent too much time talking about him. <laughs> too much. He, he deserved three seconds. I hope he proves us wrong in the future. I hope he does too. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. to, um, also, the Kings received Delon Wright. Um, the Pistons received Corey Joseph. Two second round picks. Um, the two picks being a 2021 via the Lakers and their own 2024 pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, won't really. I've got a couple of notes on that, but I, I don't think with the other bigger trades we've got to speak about, I might just. I mean, Dylan Wright's been looking scary, so the Kings probably win that. Well, he's, yeah, he's been putting mm-hmm. up ten and a half points, five rebounds, and four and a half assists on just under 30 minutes a game. So he could be a handy piece just to aid with their depth and bench scoring a little bit more. Yeah. Um, Corey Joseph certainly won't move the needle too much. Next one. You, do, do, you to, uh, no, do you have any more smallies? Uh, yeah, I've got some small. We'll, yeah, maybe we'll do that. We'll rattle through the small ones. Um, the Kings received. The Kings are doing all the mm. major mm-hmm. moves. Yeah. Uh, received Mo Harkless and Chris Silver. Uh, the Heat received Nemanja Bjelica. Yeah. Uh, don't have a real lot to say on this one, no. but you know, prior to this season, been hitting forty percent on threes. Um, so he could be a handy piece. You know. Off for the for the heat to add mm. to their you know already pretty elite three point shooting with Robinson and Hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Raptors received oh no that's a big one I'm gonna leave yeah, that yeah. Um, sorry uh, the Jazz received Matt Thomas uh, the Raptors receive a future second round pick so mm. not a lot on that one uh, the Kings received Terrence Davis yeah and the Raptors received a future second round draft pick again Ro, I know you were excited about that one, oh, weren't you? That, that had me um, over the moon, for sure. Uh, the Hornet, here you go, Lee. Yeah. Exciting news here. You received Brad Wanamaker from the Warriors. Uh, now, I talked a lot of flack on him, but I actually don't mind him. Oh, you can't change your tune mind. when he comes to the Hornets. He's a good, good player. He's going to fit in seamlessly with this team, is he? <laughs> he will. Wanamaker, the, the difference maker. Yeah. I've never heard Wanamaker, Lee the difference maker. There talk you go. such trash about someone before. <laughs> and then really get back behind <laughs> oh, him. Oh, wow. Um, they, they might be the real... Nah, little... there's a couple more... Um, um, Wizards trading um, Troy Brown and Mo Wagner to the Bulls for Chandler Hutchinson and Daniel Gafford. I don't think that's oh, too that big. Was a, no. That was a bigger one, wasn't no, it? No, no. Um, and with that, the Celtics receive Mo Wagner. No, yeah. Um, and Luke Cornett. Don't and forget Luke Cornett. Luke Cornett. So and I also just, Marquise Chris to the Spurs. Might just talk about that one for a second. Um, Roy, as a, a Celtics fan, mm. um, it's not the centre... You were probably <laughs> hoping to get, but Wagner, how do you feel about that? Um, yeah, I'm sort of... You sound sad. I Yeah. Well, this for the last probably year and maybe even a few years we've been after that big guy and it hasn't been forthcoming yet. And it seems like every single player that we get is just not meeting those expectations of what Celtics fans need or want. So, yep. not over the moon, but... I think he will be handy for us. I think um, he's competent, but he's not for a title-aspiring team. No, he's not um, going to tip us over the edge. Um, he's looked good the last couple of weeks when he's been hitting threes. He's shown if he can develop a more consistent stroke, he could be 
you know, a handy player, but... It's sort of one step forward, one step back, because yep. we've got gotten rid of Daniel Tice. Who goes to the Bulls. Who goes to the Bulls and adds to their big man stocks, which we'll talk about shortly. Handy back up for their new marquee man. But, um, yeah, they'll be handy players without taking us to the next level. So, I guess, all in all, I'm a bit disappointed. It's a bit of a mere trade for me. Um, and on that trade you mentioned then, Lee, uh, the Spurs received Marquise Chris. Yeah. The Warriors... Now, here's, here's where we're going to test our... Glo- you're going to test your global NBA knowledge. I'm looking at his name. I don't um, know. Warriors received Caddy Lalan. So, this guy, I'd never heard of him. He's currently playing in the Korean League with Changwon LG Sakers. Oh, yep. Um, and that's all I have to say on that one. But apparently, <laughs> like, he spent time in Summer, camp, uh, summer League and um, the G League. Uh, hmm. I think he's a bit of a player, but, you know, I saw this name and I, I had to do a bit of a, a dig. I'd never heard of him. But no, can't say I know him. He's not a household name. The Spurs are getting Marquise Chris, so it could be handy. Um, could be. So, but again, not too much to say on that one. Let's get into the bigger ones here, Felix. Yeah. Should we go small, smallest to biggest out of the big trades? Well, there were a like few I, big I'm ones. Think, I'm thinking talk about maybe JaVale McGee first. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Let's work our way up to the pinnacle, hey? So you've got something to look <laughs> something forward to. Something to look forward to. <laughs> um, the Nuggets, the triumphant return of JaVale McGee. So he's going back to the Nuggets. The Cavs receive Isaiah Hartenstein and two protected future second-round picks. Um, I don't think it's that. I think the Cavs win this because losing McGee, they're not in a position to win now anyway. No. Um, and Jared Allen's the the set, the future the center. Yeah, their future center. Wow, that was really <laughs> well done. Um, you know, it's they didn't have to give up much, and they're getting two future picks. You know, who knows what they might eventuate into. But, you know, you're rebuilding your draft assets. And I'm not expecting McGee to get major minutes for the Nuggets no. regardless. So it's, it isn't very significant at all. Uh, here's another. Did you have anything you wanted to add on JaVale mm, McGee? No, nah, like, it's kind of a, not a nothing a trade, net. but yeah. He so played for Denver once upon a time. He did. He? So yeah. the big return there. Um, in another trade, the Mavs received JJ Redick, Trey Lyles and Nicola Melli. Mm. Uh, the Pelicans received James Johnson, Wes Wundu and a second round pick. Now, this so, is great for the Mavs, mm. I think. I think they needed that um, that scorer. He'd be probably coming off the bench, yep. but they were relying on um, Timmy Hardaway Jr., mm. and he just wasn't that scorer to be relied on. He can do um, it, but not every night, can't no, he? And he yeah. needs someone else to mm. kind of run with him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I reckon Reddick's the type of player who plays better with good players. Yeah. We think of him back in the Los Angeles Clippers days, and he was like a knockdown, knockdown shooter, having... You know, Luka Doncic and Timmy Hardaway to support him. I reckon he'll contribute a fair bit off that bench. I think so too. And Melly's shown that he can be capable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess for the Pelicans, like, they weren't really playing Reddick, so it's not a loss there. They get a second-round pick. And they get what I'm hoping. James Johnson's just a grit-and-grind, hard-nosed yeah. player. Hopefully, this Pelicans team, to be honest, they're playing like a bunch of pussies. They, they just are, need yeah. someone to come in and shake things up. Yeah. Hopefully, he just comes in, bees a voice, and tells them to harden up, really. Yeah. If they wanted that that type of mentality, they should have got um, Buddy Willie Kelly started. Willie, Willie would have oh, done the job, He would have put him in their place. He would have done the job. <laughs> um, another trade here. Here's a name you're going to enjoy hearing, right? Yes. Uh, the 76ers received George Hill and yeah. Izzy Bretzikis. <laughs> here we go. Um, the Knicks received Terrence Ferguson, Vincent Poirier, Emir Prezik. Prezik? Yep. Prezik? Very nice. Very good. Um, a protected 2024 <laughs> second-round pick from Miami. And the big one. The Thunder receive Austin Rivers, oh. Tony Bradley, a 2025 and 2026 second-round pick from the 76ers. God damn! How many draft picks do they? I've, I've yeah, we no. mentioned it last week, but their draft assets have just been going up, 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 up. How many are they up to now? I I think it's lost they, count. They must have about over the next seven years. It must be up to about forty. I think. <laughs> I think it's like sure? seventeen and nineteen, nine, uh, seventeen first round. And Christ! It's something absolutely stupid. Um, Austin Rivers though could be a bit of a bright spark off the bench. Mm. Saw that game. Oh, forgive me, I forgot who it was against, and he he came in and hit like. 30 points, he yeah. was like 10 of 11 from three or something. So he, he's capable of... Would you believe that I've cooled down a bit on yeah, Austin Rivers? Yeah, as you should, because I was going to say, you know what, I don't actually hate him. That's good. And do you know what? I'm I'm getting to the point now where there's not there's not many, like there's, yeah, I guess there's not many NBA players that I actually 
don't like. It's funny, we get to this point, like, in the podcast where we've got to think of names, and we can't, but off-air, like, we, we do some of... bitching, don't we? I learned from my mistakes earlier in the season when I was having a go at Kyrie Irving. <laughs> yeah. And it sort of made me rethink it and just think, well, these guys are just human beings at the end of the day, so... We, still, we, st- we still hate Grace Allen, though. No. I do. I do. You for can still one. protect their performance, but at the that's end of the not day. their performance. Look at Mister Good Guy here. Oh, he's everybody's friend, isn't he? I am. Uh, I think. I think out of this trade, though, the big one is George Hill to the 76ers. Yep, because he's a veteran presence, and as we know, um, the 76ers will be contending for, a, or they'll definitely be contending for a high C this year. Um, and I think in the playoffs, that's when you need those type of veteran presences. Without a doubt. It's cool, Karma Collector. He's been there, done that sort of thing. Shoots just under 40% from three. He's been just playing big. 26 minutes a night, 12 points. He can add a bit of stability, can't he? Because yep. off the bench, they're bringing you know, young players, Matisse Thibault, Maxi might, uh, he probably won't get much of a look. But George Hill just brings that level of as you said, calmness. Look over look over the history books and you'll see that all the championship teams and all the best teams in NBA history had those type of players, those veteran presences who can just... Gl- they're sort of like the glue. the glue of the team. So yep. um, that's a really big pick out for the 76ers as they look to contend. Lee, anything you want to add to that one or should we start uh, getting into yeah, the next, juicier ones? There's some juicy ones coming up, that's for sure. Well, let's start. Yeah, where are we going to start? The Hawks receive. Okay, yeah. Sweet, sweet Lou Williams and two second round picks as well as cash. Now, this was the guy that said if he gets traded, he's going to retire from the NBA, Lou Williams. Well, mm. yes. So, But he's right near that strip club in Atlanta. I was just about to say, he's going to get to do some serious damage on the chicken wings down in Atlanta there, isn't he? So, what's, I think it's called Magic City. Magic City, absolutely. Yeah, right. So, How do you know that? Because I saw it, it was plastered, yeah. over, oh, plastered over Instagram. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Um, and with <laughs> oh, that, do you think I'm going to travel to Atlanta to go to Magic City? Oh, I wouldn't be doing my research. Tell you what, I've got a good, good rev from Lou, though. So <laughs> Tourist destination, if ever I've heard one. <laughs> um, and the Clippers received, so Hawks, Lou Williams, two second-round picks and cash. The Clippers received Rajon Rondo. Oh, I love this. He has played for nearly every team in the league yeah. now, hasn't he? He's, he's um, what do they say, he's completed the rainbow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah him and Shaq, aren't yeah. they? Um, I like this for. Well, who's? I'll ask you guys. Who's your winner in this trade? For me, it's the Clippers because I think the Clippers needed a legitimate point guard. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't had one for probably since Chris Paul. I, I can't think of the last time they've had a legitimate good point yep. guard. Yep. Um, so he'll be a great facilitator for both PG and Kawhi, Kawhi. Yeah. and um, he's he's got that he's got that playoff. Um, experience Rondo, as well. It's notorious. He knows what it takes to win. Yep. Um, which is huge for the Clippers because they just can't get over that hump, can they? Yes. Yeah, um, but I think it would still be quite beneficial for Atlanta as well to get Lou Williams off the bench. He did say he was he was about to retire, but he made an Instagram post recently saying that he's still got plenty left to give. Sweet, sweet Lou. <laughs> so I reckon. Um, I reckon he'll he'll be. Um, It'll be handy for them. Can I ask a question? Are we putting um, Rajon Rondo into the category of a legitimately good point guard now no. in his career? I'm yeah, not. That's, I'm but not he's a guy. true point guard. He is a true point guard, which they I need. guess that's what I should have said. I'm not saying he's the Boston Celtics yeah. Rondo. I'm <laughs> saying he's a he's a legitimate true point guard. Yeah, okay. I, for me, I think it's not a loss for the Hawks because mm. he was you know, playing 15 minutes a night. He mm. had been doing... Jack Ole. Um, yeah. So instead, they've got a capable scorer off the bench who's, you know, mm. one of the greatest sixth men of all time. Uh, get some cash, a couple of second-round picks. Um, and, you know, I think they've come out a winner. And Lou should score plenty of points. Like, this mm. team's just offensive-minded to the nth degree. Um, so he should, you know, yeah. be able to keep them just running and gunning, I think. Mm. Will his role on the Hawks be as prominent as his role on the Clippers, seeing no. that they so, so, are so offensive? And they've got so much depth. Yeah. Uh, mm. It won't be, but I still think, you know, he's... Like, I was watching, actually, last night. Um, was it two years ago, the playoffs, game two, Warriors and Clippers. They're down by 30 points um, with Gallinari, Lou, mm. Trez. Mm. Um, their comeback and the fight they, show, mm. they showed. Um, and just his ability to get a bucket in the toughest of situations. I think he just adds another dimension to their scoring. Some of sure. these um, scorers on... The Hawks are going to just be redundant, though. You think how much time is um, 
is Red Hot Fire. I forgot his name. Kevin Hurd are going to get... Red Hot Fire. <laughs> Red Hot Chili Pepper. Like, Bogdanovich is probably going to get a fair few minutes because I think he's starting. Oh, but we've seen Trey's points got dropped yeah. uh, significantly, haven't we? Yeah. Like, his assists are up, uh, but his points have... Like, he has a couple of games where mm. he really fires, mm. um, but there is a lot of mouths to feed. And we did speak about that at the start of the season, how they would contend with so many mouths to feed. Yeah, um, they sure. should have They should have traded one of these scorers, in my opinion, if they're picking up Lou Williams. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Well, we thought John Collins would be on the move. He was a big He's, name. That mm. Him and Lonzo Ball were two big names, and Kyle Lowry, that were expected to be on the move, but have um, stayed, yeah, put. stayed put for now. Um, next trade, let's do it, fellas. Let's go to... Do Evan. Evan, okay. Let's do Evan. Evan, <laughs> the Celtics receive... Evan Fournier for a packet of chips. The Magic, <laughs> the Magic received two second round picks and Jeff Teague, but then they waived him. So essentially, mm. two second round picks. They waived Jeff Teague. Why'd they do that for? Do they need him? Wait, wait, wait who do you are oh, to the Magic? Um, They're rebuilding. They don't need an older like point. So guard. he's just a free agent right now. He's just hanging out. Uh, yeah, right. Um, but Ro again, our resident Boston fan. Let's go to you. You've got a uh, an absolute sharpshooter weapon from three. Do you think now that he's playing for a contending team, arguably, the mm. way they're playing, they don't look it? Mm. Um, I just love the digs. <laughs> but do you, how do you think he will go in this lineup? I think he'll fit in quite well. Um, we needed depth desperately. Yep. We've got a 20 point a game player coming into our lineup. I'm still quite unsure if he'll come off the bench or, have he'll to have, or if he'll have a starting role. I'm more thinking he'll get significant minutes it'll be off the bench. Tatum. Brown, Walker, yep. Smart, and Wagner. Yeah, although Smart might be rotating yeah, with him, so you just don't... Wagner? He's, Tristan Thompson's going to be starting for them. Oh, yeah, I suppose he will. I'm <laughs> oh, oh, And I don't even think... Um, I don't even think Marcus Smart starts for them. Doesn't, like, Rob Williams or something? No, nah, yeah, Smart's only just come back from injury. Yeah. I thought he's but, still coming off the bench. Um. He, we, we do rotate him a bit. Yeah, match Marcus up with Yeah, um, but all in all, I'm really happy with it because it adds to our depth. And as Lee said before, we gave him up for no more than a packet of chips. So I think that'll be really handy. Will it take us to a championship contention? No, but will it help our depth, which we really needed some assistance with? Absolutely. Brilliant. Uh, Lee, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the next one and I'm going to get your thoughts okay. on this. The Raptors receive Gary Trent Jr. Mm-hmm. and Rodney Hood. The Blazers receive Norman Powell. Now, when I I'll, I'll start when I first saw this one, I was thinking, Blazers, what are you doing? Really trading? Yes, trading Gary Trent Jr. I think he's got so much potential and upside. But then I looked into it a bit more, mm-hmm. and I realised if if the Blazers were a young rebuilding team, say like the OKC Thunder, keeping Trent Jr. would have been a no-brainer. Um, but they're a win-now team. Powers in his prime. I think he's, he's been on a tear lately. I think he's third in the league in in three-point efficiency and efficiency and scoring. Um, so in that aspect, it makes sense. But God, it it hurts to get rid of Gary Trent Jr. Well, I think like Powell has shown his defensive chops and yeah. he's a bit bigger than Trent. So I think on the defensive end, he's like it's nearly a break even. Mm. Um, on the offensive end, he's just light years above uh, Gary Trent. Light years, jeez, I wouldn't on say the that. offensive end, mm, he is um, oh. light years. I mean, he's, yeah, okay. Um, but for the rap, like for the Raptors, I think. They've got a young core building. Siakam, OG, you know, all these players are kind of, you know, the, the future, the, the present and the future. But Gary Trent fits in a little bit better with that timeline. Yeah. Um, I think you're sleeping on Gary Trent still. On the offensive end? On just his play style as, like, he's... No, I think he was, like, last year we saw him put the clamps on LeBron and he was yeah. fantastic. Even on the offensive end, he was that, he was that um, you know, second stringer for have Dame and CJ. Have you been watching Norm the last few weeks? I have, he's but I think elite. I... I I don't disagree that Norman Powell's a great NBA player, but I think you're just um, sleeping on Gary Trent. I love Gary Trent. I think he's gonna, um, you know, make some make some sparks in the league soon. Here's here's some stats for you just quickly, and this is probably this is probably why we're thinking of Norman Powell so highly. Lee was mentioning mentioning before thirteen three point percentage, so he's made forty four percent of two hundred and sixty nine attempts this My year. God. The only players ahead of him are Jingles and Joe. Harris. Yep. Um, <coughs> sorry. Um, 
and frog in the throat. Another little fun fact, which doesn't really mean anything, but I thought it was funny, was that both Gary Trent Jr. and Gary Trent Sr. Oh, yeah. had traded 41 games into their third season with the Blazers. How's that? How's that? Yeah, to, I, I, I think that. it was to the Raptors. To the Raptors. Ra- yeah, to the Raptors, yeah. Another fun fact while we're on fun oh, facts. We love fun facts. We love fun facts. Oh, yesterday, every single Gary in the NBA got traded. Yes, they did too. That. So, who were the Gary couldn't... Trent Jr., Gary Clark, Gary and uh, Gary Harris? Harris. Gary yeah. Harris, yes. How's that? That is fun. I love facts. Yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> fun facts. Um, yeah, so I think it's a pretty, I think both teams could be happy out of this. This elevates the Blazers to legitimate championship contenders in my book. They got McCollum back, got Nurkic, who's recently returned. Dame, Stone Cold Killer, Carmelo. I mean, like I said, they are win now, which is why I don't think if they weren't win now, if they were rebuilding, they would have kept Trent Jr. Oh, 100%. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, Still a couple to get through, fellas. We'll go to the next one. The Magic receive RJ Hampton, Gary Harris, and a 2025 protected first round pick. The Nuggets receive Aaron Gordon. As Gordon. Well, well, well. Okay, so I might start this one. Uh, I think Gordon, I think he should thrive here Mm. because there's, Mm. even though they're a team gunning for a title, the pressure should be off. You know, Jokic, Murray, Porter Jr. are already established stars there. Porter to a slightly lesser degree, but Mm. Gordon can come in and kind of just play his natural game. For sure. Uh, He's shown potential defensive just anchor, I think he can be in this team. Like, he, he can still, you know, be a weapon on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. But if he can just play like a kind of Draymond Green role. Yeah. Just play his role. Play his role. I think he will be fantastic uh, for the Magic there in a complete and utter rebuild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, RJ Hampton could develop into a nice piece um, with a, like a nice partner for either Fultz or Cole Anthony. Um, you know, getting the first pick, great. Um, Gary Harris won't do a lot. But no. so again, it's just I guess sinking into the rebuild. But for the Nuggets, I think this is brilliant. I'm so intrigued with this trade because Aaron Gordon has always played on a mediocre team in the Magic. They've never really been that good since he's came in, come into the NBA. So coming into a legitimate championship contending team like the Nuggets, where he's not expected to be that guy who yeah. not carries the team but contributes um, on like a regular a, yeah. basis. Yep. Um, yeah, very, very interesting. I think Aaron Gordon can thrive in this role, like you said, if he understands the role that he has to play, which is a role similar to what Jeremy Grant was playing there, um, which was a role player. Um, Now, Jeremy Grant chose to go to the Pistons instead of one of these contenders because he wanted to be that. They're like for like, aren't they? When you you kind of just just interrupt. Sorry, but that's a great, Jeremy Grant's a great... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he yeah. wanted to go to the Pistons to be the man, which he now is. As G isn't going to be the man, mm-hmm. or even he's going to be the prob- second man, not the second man. And I don't even think like there's a he'd obviously be the third man, but it's just one and two, and then it's role players for me. Yep. He's obviously mm-hmm. going to be be behind Jokic and Murray, um, but like you said, he's going to bring that defensive aspect to the game. He mm-hmm. can if the if the Nuggets make a playoff run he's going to be the one going up against the lebrons the Kawhis, the kds you know and for as good as the nuggets have been like just coming back to that point something that, that hasn't quite clicked like it's mm. felt missing and it is grand so yeah. gordon should be able to kind of fill that void that um, hurt them grant leaving that absolutely. hurt them more than they expected and what they get back from i don't even know uh plumley um, who has been uh I, no, he's no, no, he went to, Sorry, Detroit. he went to Detroit. He has been good, though. Um, yeah, I can't even think. No. There you go. But I think this is a good move for the for the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, we'll still stay on theme with the Magic. Two big ones to go. Uh, the Chicago Bulls receive Nikola Vucevic. Mm-hmm. The Magic receive Wendell Carter Jr., Otto Porter Jr., and two first-round picks in 2021 and 2023 top four protected. Okay, lads. Where do we even begin with this one? The Bulls. The Bulls are back. They've the... got now two all-star players in Levine and Vooch, Yeah. a guy who's shown bright flashes in mm. Markkinen, Kobe White. Um, you know, we have kind of sung his praises at times. Um, they're, you know, they're going to be a tough, tough team to play on any given night now. They have to be playoff contenders now. They're sort of sitting around the mark. I think they're 10th last time we looked, perhaps. Yes, yeah, sitting 10th at the minute. Adding an all-star caliber 
big man, one of the premier big men in the league in Vucevic. It's going to be massive for them. And they've cleaned up. The, the, what they've had to get rid of isn't that significant in the scheme of things. Wendell Carter, Carter Jr., unproven. Injury-prone. Injury-prone. Otto Porter, same, same boat. And his, they get off his $28.5 million contract. Jeez. That's massive. Otto was getting paid that. $28.5 million. It, it is expiring. Um, yeah. So for the Magic, it's not that much of a concern. But it's great. To get off mm, of that. Absolutely. Two first-round picks as well. Like, it's handy to have, but at, particularly if you're a rebuilding team, but at the end of the day, you never know what those picks are going to be. what you're getting back. Into. Least Bulls know we're getting a... We're getting a 20 and 10 player on any given night, and I think he'll work pretty well in tandem with um, with Levine. All what? three of us proposed trades to the Celtics. Did you, Lee, think you'd end up no, at the Bulls? Any- no. I mean, there wasn't even an inkling, I don't no. think. But no. do, you, do you think the... Bull, I mean, the Bulls didn't give up that much, but do you think they went ahead with this trade with the mindset of um, something to keep Levine for sure in Chicago? Yeah, yeah. It definitely. It's kind of like the Trey Young situation, yeah. bringing yeah. in players just to keep your star at ease. Yeah. Um, and I think that'll do that for now. If they can mm. climb into the top eight, you know, in the East, it's so congested. Yeah. Um, by next week, they could be fourth. So, I, I think it was not only to keep Levine, but also um, Laurie Markinen, who's been rumoured over the last few years of not being happy in Chicago. And yep. I know some a lot of that was based off the coach at the time. They've, they've rectified that. But adding some more help to the team will only be a good thing for retaining their existing players. And it's not like they have a, a bummy coach. I've got Billy Donovan yeah. in, the, in the head coaching role. So they're going to, you know, create some noise. In With Vooch, though, he did thrive i believe not thrive but he was he played well over in orlando and i think he could thrive in any team he's on just because he is one of those well-rounded players but what's gonna make him thrive even more at the bulls that's my question i think think the players around players around yeah yeah Um, he was the main threat in orlando yeah yeah he was which i like some players they want to be the big star, have all to do, you know, just roll players around. But I think he'll fit better with stars yeah. around him. Agree. Um, and this team, like, they they could make some waves, as I said. They're only, you know, two and a half games back of sixth. So, you know, there's still plenty to see. I think they're going to be a tough team on any given night. It's, well, on paper, um, it seems like they're going to make a massive push. But that's you could say that for the Blazers as well, and they actually are. But what mm. what's the worst possible case scenario for for the Bulls? Them just playing not well, or what? I think them the not fitting. Maybe I don't worst know. case now with the moves they've made would be to fall out of the top ten. They yeah. need at least a crack at the plane. Yeah, like with the moves they've made to keep Levine happy, they need to have a shot at playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's as a minimum. I would say. And with Tice, now that I remember Tice is mm. over there in Chicago. Real They've got a backup. Yeah, yeah. Big Ticey. Big Ticey. I miss him already. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Fellas, one more big one here from me. The Miami Heat. Mm. And let's just preface this by saying this was perhaps the biggest robbery of the whole trade period. <laughs> oh, wasn't it what? Uh, the Miami Heat received Victor Oladipo. Yeah. The Rockets receive Avery Bradley, Kelly Olynyk, and a pick swap. Yuck. My goodness. Um, it was funny. Yeah. I saw, like, when you kind of wind back the James Harden trade, they've essentially, with the moves that have been made and whatever, they've essentially traded James Harden for Bradley, Olynyk, and a pick swap. <laughs> like, when you look at the moves that were made yeah. and how it ties in. That gives me a cold shiver when I think about that. Now, this it's is terrible. a huge win for Pat Riley and the yeah. Miami Heat organisation, isn't it? They've got another... You know, since he's come back from injury, he's run hot and cold, but he's mm. got that star potential, and he can file in behind Jimmy Butler. No I mean, he's not worries. old either. Yeah. I feel like he's probably, like, I don't know, 30 or something. It's on an expiring contract, so it'll be interesting to see if they can keep him. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, it kind of seemed inevitable. The talk has been for so long that he would wind up in Miami. Mm, yep. Um, and they gave up nothing. They gave up Avery Bradley, who and we don't see much of. Kelly O'Linick, who's... Ponytail. Oh. He can shoot threes well, good on him. Um, they've got enough three-point shooters, and Vic being one of them now. Mm. Um, they've really... They have pulled off the ultimate move. It was often thought they were going to have to give up either Hero or Robinson yeah, yeah. or none in, like, a deal for Oladipo, um, and they gave up none of them. That's none. incredible. Get it. Kendrick, none. none of them. There you go. <laughs> none Kendrick, of none of them. Surely, surely the Rockets would have... 
been offered more attractive packages for Victor Oladipo. And it doesn't make sense because the Rockets would surely now, they've got Wood, who's young, Porter Jr., who's young, mm. Jay Sean Tate, they're going into a rebuild. Mm. Bradley's 30, Olenek's 29. It doesn't do anything for that rebuild, does it? Doesn't at all. Like, it's not going to aid them in any way. They've given up. Their franchise cornerstone in Harden mm. for, you know, with the moves made in between for practically this for a 29 year old guy and a 30 year old guy. Maybe they just fully didn't understand Victor Oladipo's value. I know he's been injured a fair bit lately, but this guy holds far more value than bloody Kelly Olinick and Avery Bradley. I really think they should have kept Karis Levert. Yeah. Like yeah, a young guy, know why they young didn't. stud. You can put him with wood and really build around that core. Yeah. And now, now you've got nothing. Yep. I don't I don't want to say that Kelly Olinick was a good center for the Heat. He wasn't bad, but he was the, their backup center. They've probably only got Precious Rachua now. So what are we is there anyone else? Well, uh, I think the fact of the matter is that Andre Drummond or Lamarcus Aldridge has been bought out by their teams. Could very well be on their way to South Beach. Well, I would say so. One of them I reckon will win there well, and the other in LA. Yeah, no, I think. Well Drummond's obviously just gonna go to the Hornet, so Karma. <laughs> you watch it next Karma. week. I'm Take off your skin my praises. Yeah. <laughs> but I tell you what, if you got especially Drummond yeah, that would no. Be... They won't get Drummond just because he he deserves a starting spot, and I think they'll get Lamarcus Aldridge though. Well, he could have a starting. I was spot, about to he? say because you could play Bam at power forward. I Who, who's their power forward now? Well, they were playing Olenek and Bam. It's Trevor Ariza. Right oh, okay, but... well, we... <laughs> yep, good. Mm, yeah, um, but regardless, I think there's still a spot for him on the team. on the starting five. Yeah. Exciting stuff, guys. Is there anything like that? It's only happened in the last 24 hours, all these trades mm. for us. So we've had a lot to process, a lot to get through. We're still, I know, in our heads all breaking it down, how it's all going to fit. But it really was just an incredible deadline day, wasn't it? Um, oh, for sure. So, yeah, do you fellas have anything you want to add on that? Now, uh, look, I guess the big winners out of this one, Nikola Vucevic and the Chicago Bulls, I think, adding another... I think the magic as well. Yeah, in, yeah. Like it uh, looks like they've torn everything apart, but you've got to... At least we've... they've made the decision that they want to rebuild as opposed to sitting, sitting in, in the ninth to 13th spot every year. Absolutely. So, yeah. No, Great stuff there. Huge. A lot to lot to break down. Can't wait to see how all these changes unfold and uh, how the teams go with their respective new players. Sure. Fellas, let's go to Hero of the Week. Brilliant, lads. Hero of the week. Um, I think I kicked us off last week, so who wants to uh, to put their hand up? Let me go first. Good man. Um, my hero of the week is De'Aaron Fox of the Sacramento Kings. Um, he's really carried this Kings lineup over the last week. And, yep. I mean, he's been great this season, as we know. He's he's sort of keeps progressing every single year. I think he's played for – this is his fourth year in the league and yep. he's steadily improved every – every single uh, year, um, but he's averaging 31 over the last week, which is that all-star snub is yeah, going off. He's been, he's been flat out. He's in, included games of 44, 37, and 30, all wins against the Warriors, Hawks, and Cavs. So some respectable teams in there, particularly the Hawks and the Warriors, Cavs, not so much. But <laughs> I, um, I really liked Aaron Fox as sort of like the saviour of the Sacramento Kings um, because I think without him, I, I I struggle to think of many bright sparks. We think of Tyrese Halliburton, which is he's going to be good. he's going to be really good. But I think De'Aaron Fox is a legitimate superstar. Probably a guy who, for the, over the span of his career, could easily average twenty six yep. points or thereabout. Yep, certainly, um, and he's got them with these. You know, last three wins are only two games back of Golden State and tenth. Yeah. So they they could make a little bit of a a push into one of them playing spots for sure. They're they're about so um yeah he's he's I love watching him play. He's electric. Yeah. He's like a younger Russell Westbrook with that athleticism. He is, yeah, isn't he? He's is yeah. phenomenal to watch. Yeah, um, great pick there. I was thinking I was watching that game against Golden State yesterday and just watching him do his thing like. Dominant. He, you can't stop him. He's no. just so quick. Probably sure. should have gone on underrated list for a couple of episodes because he, he probably is yep. underrated. For sure. He sure <laughs> is. Goes under the radar. I'll go if you want. Yeah. 
a guy who started off the season not so strong um, and we'll, he was coming out of the bubble um, and we're like, geez, this guy is going to the next level. He started off this season not so good, but Donovan Mitchell, he's mm. really picked it up. Um, the Smarter. last the last three games, he's average. So he has an average. He had a thirty-one point game, thirty point, and twenty-seven point game. All wins against Toronto, Chicago, and Brooklyn. He's just making that. Um, you know, I wouldn't say resurgence, but that. But he's coming back from the bubble. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and I'm just hoping he can stay in that steady pace. Mm. And they're still as the number one seed. So like he's. Flying under the radar, isn't he? Like mm. he's doing. They're doing everything right. The Jazz. Um, yeah, he like he's a he's a star. There's mm-hmm. no denying that. Um, yep. I can't wait to see him in the playoffs. I think there's just in some players there's some that like kind of clicks, isn't it? Mm, when yep, the games yep. are at that level of you know the stakes are that high, some just turn it on. And he is someone. I think he'll do some damage this year. Yeah. He gets, gets Na- a lot of comparisons to D-Wade as yeah, well, which yeah, I can definitely see. Yeah. Do you Still know a young. segment I've just thought up in my head when you said star? We should do a segment like star or superstar. Of those, like, I think, personally, I think Zach Levine is jumping to superstardom. Yep. We should do, like, debates on whether we it, think they're it, jumping to Fred that. Is Fred Van Vliet a superstar? No, that's that's what I'm saying. No, he's a yeah. oh, God, we've always just put in a new segment now. <laughs> um, I like it, though. I think yeah. that could be interesting. I think, you know, depending on the players we pick, there could be some uh, interesting debates there. Agree. Very good, Lee. Thanks. Look at you going. You see, it's... <laughs> right off the dime. I was about to say, we're coming mm-hmm. up to 11 a.m., so, the you know, the energy's picking up, the brain's firing. It's all good. Well, I was just thinking, is Donovan Mitchell superstar? And I was like, nah. But then that's... He's, he's a, getting there. It's a good Ooh, thing to yeah, think about. He's almost there. Uh, my Hero of the Week... Is the Milwaukee Bucks? Oh, okay. So nice. don't hear this often from Nick no. as a Giannis, you know, hater. Uh, well, yeah, overrated hater. Yeah, an overrater. Yeah, but you know the way he's been playing, um, and that ties in with it. Like the Bucks, they're currently on an eight-game win streak. Uh, they beat the Spurs one hundred and twenty to one hundred and thirteen. The mm. Pacers one hundred and forty to one hundred and thirteen, and the Celtics one hundred and twenty-one to one hundred and nineteen this week. So, you know, three quality teams all in the playoff mix. Um, and Giannis playing like an MVP again. If he hadn't won two already, he'd probably be the favourite. Yeah, just about yeah. him and Jokic on par. Particularly with these injuries now, for sure. That's it. Uh, with PJ Tucker, you know they sacrifice some of their depth, which I like because we've seen um, Bud so many times run out too deep a roster playing Giannis twenty five thirty minutes. Mm. I think this year, you know he's he's going to make the right moves. Giannis is going to be playing thirty five yep. thirty eight minutes a game. Um, PJ Tucker's. I think, severely underrated in mm. his time in the Rockets. So I think they've got the roster now to really go for it. So, so, so you've got faith in Bud now, do you? Come I don't players. have faith in I don't have faith until I see what he does, but yeah. I think given the moves they've made, the roster they've got, it should be pretty straightforward, the moves he should make. Yeah, if agree. he decides to, you know, not go with those moves and go on his own little tangent as he had, has mm. the last few years, I think they could be... Flame out quickly again. And the other thing is, surely he learns from his mistakes. Well, you have to, don't you? Mm. You know, I, I, I don't know where I see them. Like, are they better than Philly? I uh, think so. I think so. Mm. Um, right now, without Embiid, there. Well, yes. with Embiid, I, I think it's nearly a coin flip. I still have I the still Nets, think, yeah. probably as the pick in the East. Yeah, mm. but I think they could uh, if. Any year they're going to do it. This could be the year. We were saying that the 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 West is so close, but that those top three are almost indistinguishable. Like, well, in, there's mm. two games between the top three at the minute. Yes, uh, the Bucks and Brooklyn are on yeah. par together, so it's going to be interesting to see how that one plays out. But there you go, a little bit of Bucks love. I like that. I love how it's not like last year, where it was almost a quarter way through the season. You're like, yeah, Lakers are going to the the finals yeah it's not like that at all in any conference as we've been mentioning for the last few weeks there's so much unpredictability in this second half of the season and i i I still don't know who's going to be in the finals this year i couldn't pick it no i couldn't pick it i'm looking forward to it though Mm, Um, we're certainly barreling down the road to the playoffs (laughs) now i mean watch out for the heat now that they have Oladipo. Absolutely. They're the seventh, but they were third or fourth a couple of days ago Mm. so it just shows the fluctuations Mm, in positions um but yeah, great stuff, fillers. Hero of the week there, a nice short, sharp one. We had Roy, you had Darren Fox. Darren Fox, brilliantly. I had Donovan Mitchell. Excellent. And I had the Milwaukee Bucks. So Hero of the Week done and dusted. Mm-hmm. 
That leaves us with last but not least. Gulp. <laughs> be right or good night. Now um, there you go. We've got um. Oh. <laughs> what's the, like the sound effect they use to twang? <laughs> um, we've or just got bowling my eyes. Out. Yeah, bowling your eyes out. Um, for any of our new listeners, be right or good night is a segment we do where we each suggest um a prediction for the upcoming week. Uh, if that prediction happens to be wrong, there is a severe punishment in store for yeah. next week. Um, so. You know, last week we had Rowan Lee in the firing line. Yeah. That was from a month ago, but the punishment was dished out. So the fellas are looking to bounce back. Lee, what is your bounce back pick here? I've got a guy who's averaging 24 points um, this season to average over the next three games. 10 more points, rounded up to 34 points on average. 34? Yep. And who's this player? James Hunt. It's Darren Fox. Oh, 34 over the net. How many games has Three. he played? Three, Three. games. Who are, who's that? Who are they Cleveland against? Cleveland and two against um, the Spurs. <sighs> now, this okay. this doesn't deserve a Reno go. 34. Yeah, That's a lot, of, a lot of points. And often the Knicks games have been not so much against the Wizards the other day, um, wait, but they've been Knicks. lower scoring. Knicks. What did you, wait, what, like, what did you say? So, you say... Oh, I thought you said... Knicks. So they play the Knicks. No, I know oh, Cavs. Sorry, Cavs. Cavs. What am I yeah, thinking? Right. I've, I've, uh, I was looking at my pick who plays. Um, Foxy for thirty-four. Thirty-four. That was scrum. and he's he's come off a, um, a massive week, and you you deserve to cool or people just do cool down after a big Ooh, week. Like thirty-four. That. I'm I'm pretty happy with that. That's a big jump. I think yeah. I'll take that for a guy yeah. averaging twenty-four and not lenient, but given you, mm-hmm. I think you've been in the last couple. I, and he and that's ready not, to go. Yeah, got you last last time. So. And so many other players on that team can um, come in and score for them. Like the um, Buddy Hield, he can take over the scoring. Yep. You've got Harrison mm. Barnes. You've got um, Halliburton coming off the bench. Like there are some games where Darren Fox scores at nineteen points, and if he has one of those games, in, I'm, in, I'm in the hot seat. I like it. I'm happy. Thirty-four. Yeah, that I'm seems that, that seems big. Like yeah. that's that's a big time. Yeah. Um, oh god, I forgot about all those other players that can. <laughs> yeah. No, um, when, well, you, when you said thirty-four, I was like, oh. I, I I think he's capable. He is capable. He's mm-hmm. shown that the last mm-hmm. week, but well, at, on B Rider Good Night, we just don't do lousy B We go for it, don't we, we? We go the 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 most risky possible, you know, outcome. Best of luck to you, sir. Thanks. Um, yours, got- be- yours better be pretty firing. Okay, so next week, the Wolves play the Rockets, the Nets, and the Knicks. I've got them to win one of these games by 12 or more points. Wait. So they've got to win, they can win all three, but they've got to win at least one of these games by 12 or more so, points. And they've got to win all three? No. No, they've got to win at least one, but it's got to be by 12 Can you repeat plus. who they were up against, sorry? Uh, the Rockets at home, the Nets away, and the Knicks at home. Twelve points. That's a. Uh, I think I'll. Wait, uh, just think. Because uh, yeah, I'm the, trying to think. The Rockets get so it. blown out; they've just got rid of Victor Oladipo. Woods mm. back. John Wall. Twelve points. Mm. I don't the, know. The, the Wolves, in fairness, have been playing better. Um, Edwards is starting to yeah, have starting to thrive, but twelve points is a. Uh, I'm happy with it, to be mm. honest with you. I. I'm, I was trying to think of a Reno go, but you just—it's just one of those ones where you can't Reno go. I just don't. Yeah, I'm not happy with it, but what? There's, do you, I'd keep, ra- in, keep I'd, in mind they've only won ten games this season. As well, it I wonder, is, I wonder if they can beat the Rockets and the Knicks, mate. Hmm. Would you rather me change it to they've got to win two out of three games against the Rockets, Nets, and Knicks? Mm. Yes. Yeah. But without the twelve points, they've yeah. got to win two out of three. Yeah. Uh, well, I think they're going to win against the Rockets, and if they don't, they're in some strife, so yeah. So you're happy with that, win yeah. two out of three? Two out of three changes. Though. Okay, brilliant. So my pick, the Wolves to win two out of three games against the Rockets, the Nets, and the Knicks. And I don't think... I tell you what, I'll be flat if they only win one and they beat like the Rockets by 20 points. Oh, I will be right... I wouldn't rule um, them, them beating the Nets out, because they have Kyrie and KD out. Yeah, James Harden can beat the um, single-handedly. Yeah, he can beat him off his own bloody hand. Yeah, brilliant. Row, you're up. Um, 
Can you guys treat me with a bit of leniency this week? Uh, Seems no, unlikely. No. But, oh, maybe. We maybe. never how do. Many, how many punishments yeah, have I got? I feel like I've been you're in the grandmaster. I'm a, I'm a bit of a masochist at this point. I'm you just setting are. myself up for punishment. But, um, well. <laughs> Here we go. That's a nervous laugh. Uh, over the next three games, the Jazz have the Grizzlies, the Cavs, and the Grizzlies again. Mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert, we know he's a blocking machine and. We know that he's usually good for a few blocks a game. I'm saying over the next three games, Rudy Gobert to average three blocks. I like that. All, I like it, that. all it takes is one game where he doesn't have a block, yep. he has one block. I know on the other side of things he might have six in one game. Like You just don't know, but... I want, I want to show I want you a little bit of mercy. A little bit of mercy. I appreciate that because I think I deserve it. Nick, I may sway you in the way to push a Reno go. Can I just can I just say oh, his no. his recent blocks in oh. his last, you know, seven games? Go for it. Okay. From from latest to, to not latest. So he had three. Yep. He had nine. Huh. He had two, 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 four, four, and six. He's I think he, so wait, I think we, it's almost a given to get three hold blocks. On, games game. and you hold on, Lee's trying to sway blocks. you, but he's but didn't Lee say after a hot week that you due for a bit of a down downtime? You are you you contradicting? I mean, it's one? it's no, but that's for blocks. It's not like he's no, going out and scoring, like, score trying to score. I feel like you're both trying to sell me now. Like mm. I, I feel like I'm the well. Player. Lee's contradicting would you, himself. I, would you? I, I think it's just. Uh, I think he could. He he he's going to get three blocks in all three games, if not more. I think. What three would you want to send it to? Four. Again, I'm not doing that. No. I thought you were going to say like ten. Listen, so six, four, four, two, two, nine, and three. Yeah, you said two okay. a few times, twice, I'll and I said nine ones. Would you would you renegotiate up to ten? So he has one four. Um, I, I, no, I'm having nine. No, what about three point? What, I nine? think. I think. Wait, wait. But if I if I hadn't done a punishment for a while, yeah. I think I would. Oh, he's gonna, take that, that's just an easy I'm one. Happy, I feel like it's not an easy. Who, one. Who's he like versing? The Gri- Grizz Grizzlies, Cavs, and Grizzlies. No, he's just gonna. What about three point five? So you no. need one game with four. He, no. Two with four. He's gonna have. He's gonna have one with six blocks. Because no, if he has a zero or a one, he's not gonna game. have it. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm not though. He hasn't. He hasn't had a zero block game in the last. He, I don't think he's had one this season. <laughs> Oh, he's due for one then. <laughs> no, no. Lower of averages. What about three point five? I'm not taking. I thought. 5. I thought we'd go all out. I don't think that's going oh, all out. But I. Uh, Would you say ten then? So he's got to have at least one four, two threes, and a four. Oh, that's because oh, I know it's going to fall down to the same thing with James Harden. The Lee had the. Uh, it's going to be that. Uh, I'd be more happy going with ten overall. He had bloody nine yeah. in the last game, but ten overall. I've got a different one. Okay. Gee, Him to average three blocks over the next three games, but Donovan Mitchell to also average at least 23 over the next three games. Okay. Yep. All right. Lock it in. <laughs> Lock it in. So, cool. recapping B-Ride or good night. What a head spin, Lee. You had... Ah, uh, God. Darren, Darren Fox. Fox to average 34 points. Excellent. I had the Wolves to win two out of three games next week against the Rockets, Nets, and Knicks. I've locked in Rudy Gobert to average three blocks over the next three games and Donovan Mitchell to average 23 points per game. Just as a little little FYI, I did have a few Reno goes in case you... What do you you say to me? (laughs) Jazz to win all three games or Donovan Mitchell, just in case you weren't taking it. I I think that Rudy Gobert... Um, one is that'd be paying like a dollar and nine cents on you sports. Just don't, Imagine right. if he gets nine in one game. He will. Sick. He will. But then Donovan Mitchell, what if he has a two point game? Yeah, so you got know. you got two things to worry about now. More chance of risk and yeah. um, I'm excellent. Happy with it. Fellas, be right a good night done. And there concludes what's been a massive episode, a massive week. Um, as I said, we're still all trying to process what has gone down over the last twenty four to forty eight hours. We still have to look forward to like the buyouts we had of Lamarcus Aldridge mm. and Drummond, so there could still be a couple more moves to tilt the scales a little bit more on the For way. Sure. Yep. What was the biggest trade out of every trade this last couple of days? Like the, the trade that will have the biggest impact. Um, I mean, just, I, I think it's probably the. Uh, I'm going to say the Gordon one, just because I think he could. Okay. The Nuggets are contenders. Um, but I think he could be the piece that 
fills the void. Yeah. This is a bit of a bit of a left field one. Not left field because it was still a big trade, but I think Norman, say like Terence Davis. Or I something. think um, Norman Powell to the Blazers yeah, is huge that because that elevates them to legitimate championship contenders. Now he's yep. a he's a knock the lights out shooter. Um, I reckon that's going to be massive. And to be honest, yeah. I think VO to the Heat is probably the biggest one when you look at that starting lineup. Now that just looks terrible. So what they had to give up, nothing. So yeah. excellent, guys. Sure. Huge send episode. us, send us your the biggest trade you think was. Yeah, I know we had a couple of people. We put up a post yesterday. Um, a couple of people thought the Oladipo one, but yeah, be sure to let us know what you thought of all the trades. Um, mm. love to hear all of our listeners' opinions. Um, as always, be sure to stay up to date with all of our socials, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. It's all, all action. Um, so be sure to keep up to date with them for the latest news from around the league, as well as uh, staying, in, oh, I guess, subscribing wherever you listen to the show to ensure you get our latest episodes when they drop. Um, go drop your boys a five-star rating review. Let's uh, crack the algorithm, the old iTunes algorithm. Might I just say, well done on the Intersport. Appointment. Thanks, mate. I, um, Thanks, I'm looking forward to strolling around town and seeing you in there with a the tight polo. I'll uh, yeah. sure that post is stuck up yeah. straight. Oh, we'll be sure to come in and see me, guys, uh, into sport, doing great things and uh, recruiting the right team members. Oh, I can't wipe the smile off uh, his face. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Good episode, guys. This is Lee signing <laughs> He's ready to go. I mean, I thought we agreed that we're going to get rid of Nick Sand. Have we got anything else to say? Yeah. And this is, long, this is making it longer, so Sorry, this mate. is me signing out. Oh, yep. Good, good call. <laughs> all right, yeah. guys. Um, enjoy what's going to be a huge week of ball. We can't wait to see how all these new additions go next week. And we'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye.